Let's talk history this morning. We've got two of our best local historians to join me today. From the Mill Museum, the executive director is Kira Holmes, and the history lady, Bev York, joining us today. And Bev has a rather important announcement to make as well. Folks, good morning. Thanks for joining me today. And uh, Kira, what's going on right now at the Mill Museum? Well, thank you, Wayne, so much for having me and Bev on the show to the Mill Museum. Right now we are currently doing our closed for maintenance and we will be reopening on February 11th. But really what I want to do right now is turn it over uh, to Bev because I want everyone to know that Bev is an amazing educator, amazing historian, amazing individual. And the Mill Museum is going to be still hopefully working with her, but she is going to be moving on to a new opportunity. And we're very happy for her, and we are going to miss her as well. Beverly, good morning. Thank you for joining us today. And uh, what's the big news you've got today? Good morning, Wayne and uh, everyone. Well, I have a new museum project. And um, one of the things that... uh, is, is important to recognize is that the, the Mill Museum, which I've been at for 33 years and love dearly and want to continue to work with, um, but we don't have the school groups that we used to have. So we're looking at another year or two of not having um, a lot of groups. So I decided that I needed to uh, do something different. So I have a new museum project, and it's called the America Museum. And I am hoping to engage uh, visitors with stories that are meaningful and relevant to issues that are facing our country today, right now. Um, I want to invoke conversation and action and make our country a more just and peaceful place. So the America Museum will be exhibits in the new Eastern Connecticut Veterans Community Center. The new center, if people don't know, is down in Tyler Square um, on Main Street, 1320 Main Street. And there's a big, beautiful center where veterans meet and other people meet. The community meets there as well. Um, So there's a lot of people coming through the door. And they have programs and activities and coffee houses and um, uh, lots of uh, social events and classes. And um, so in the foyer area, there's a large foyer and wall spaces in the hallways, and I'm going to create some, some exhibits there. And uh, my first exhibit, which will open next week, is Pandemic Pandemonium, the 1918 Spanish Flu, and how it relates to World War I. So, um, so I'm very excited to have a new museum project down in the Veterans Center at the other end of Main Street. And, um, yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm working on right now. Bev, how does that work? Is there going to be, for example, an admission charge, or do people see the exhibit when they go to the Veterans Center? So there is no admission charge. Um, when, you, when you go into the center, um, the exhibits are... Uh, right there, and they will be uh, free and available to everyone. There will be a donation box. Um, we'd love to have people donate wealth to the center and to the uh, museum project. Um, actually, I'm 
sort of working for what's called Wyndham Arts. Wyndham Arts has been around a long time. All of the uh, counties, we don't have counties in Connecticut, but we have, um, there are arts organizations. And uh, Wyndham Arts sort of oversees art, history, tourism, and culture. And so indirectly, I'm working for them. We also have a, a gallery up at, at Eastbrook Mall, the Coffee Break Gallery. I sort of renamed that because in Willimantic, we invented the coffee break. William Barrows from the mills started the, started the coffee break. So, so these are some of the projects of Wyndham Arts. So there won't be an admission. It will be open to everybody. And even though you'll be directly involved in this museum called the America Museum, by the same token, you're not cutting ties with the Mill Museum. After 33 years, that's going to be pretty hard to do. So what kind of presence or role would you play in what the museum does? Well, I think that um, I'm still going to be perhaps doing um, an, an occasional program there. Um, I want to be involved with fundraising because without fundraising, it's not sustainable. So we really need to work on that. And um, I think I'm, I'm going to take a little break from that committee, but I think I'll be back on the fundraising committee pretty soon. All right. Um, that sounds great to hear because Bev is absolutely amazing. She has great ideas. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, Bev. <laughs> okay. But I just want to put that in there. And also, if I may just interject real quick, we're hoping to potentially do a partnership together. I have a little social group called Drinking About Museums, and we'd like to maybe do one of our in-person ventures over at her new museum. So I'm hoping that's something we can do, depending on how the pandemic's going. <laughs> Wait a minute, Kira, I want to hear more about Was it Drinking About Museums? What was that? And uh, like you're drinking lemonade or what? Oh, uh, you can drink essentially whatever you want is what it is. We usually go to a restaurant afterwards. This is a program uh, that I borrowed from Hartford and have been doing, but mostly virtually over the past year. And it's you attend a museum and then go out to the local venue afterwards to a restaurant and then talk about the experience and museum work and make connections. And Bev, your labor of love for those 33 years at the Mill Museum, even before it was called the Mill Museum, the Wyndham Textile and History Museum, also part of your love for what you've developed there and what others have helped develop there too, this move also is a money saver for the Mill Museum? It will, yes. Yeah. So hopefully um, they will be able to wait a while before they hire an education person because and save some money. Not that I was making a lot of money, but every, every little bit is helpful. So the museum, um, because of the pandemic, uh, visitation is way down, as you can imagine. So um, we hope that, uh, that it will build up back again and that, that the pandemic is going to help disappear sometime or lessen sometime so that people will uh, resume coming to programs. We resume. We did a lot of things on Zoom last winter, um, and they were wonderful. We had teas and uh, trivia nights and all kinds of programs, um, but it's not lucrative. It, it doesn't replace um, having in-person programs or, or having visitors that come 11 months of the year. So, um, so th it's an important step, I think, for me, because I want to really 
do something that I've come to the conclusion that Americans really need to learn more of their history, um, especially like geography and civics. Um, I have, I also teach at the community college, QVCC, and my students and some of the people that I've come in contact with at the museum, they don't know their basic American history. Um, the National Geographic did something about, they said it's true that it's more, that more high school students in America can name the five Simpsons, but they can't name their First Amendment rights. And ever since I heard that, I do that every semester, and it's absolutely true. Well, about a year ago, as the pandemic was well underway, you and I did a radio program here, and you talked about the 1918 Spanish flu and the effect that World War I had on that. When you do this exhibit starting next week at the New America Museum down at Tyler Square at the Veterans Center, will there be local tie-ins to that? Will you be trying to find local names who were involved in the 1918 Spanish flu? Yes, I have. I'm telling a few local stories. Um, and one is uh, Claudia Kohler died of Spanish influenza, and her brother, Peter Kohler, died in France in World War One. So that's kind of a sad story. Um, but I will have some local stories, and I'm, there will be a book there for people to add local stories. Um, as a museum, we're always looking to collect stories, and it's not too soon for people to also write down their COVID stories because this is, this, we are living through history right now. And this is going to be a huge chapter of what uh, COVID-19 did to America and to the whole world. Sounds like this pandemic will last longer than that exhibit about the 1918 Spanish flu and World War I. How long will that exhibit run? And then what's next looking down the road? The, this exhibit will probably be up for six weeks, um, and then the next exhibit is going to be um, veterans' viewpoints about um, Vietnam, coming home from Vietnam and Afghanistan. It's called The Vietnam War Lessons Learned, Horribly Ever After Stories, and I already have a grant from the Connecticut Humanities to put that together. So I will be working on that very soon. Now, Bev, inquiring minds want to know, at the America Museum at the Veterans Center at Tyler Square, would you ever wind up doing an exhibit on the Wyndham Mills, or is that stealing from the Mill Museum's mission? <laughs> oh, I hadn't thought of that. Um, I yeah, so, no, because that's the, what, the, what the Mill Museum does, and they do it very well. So... Um, Probably not. Or maybe on the other hand. I was just going to say, maybe we could do a collaborative okay. exhibit or something together, Bev. Again, yes. you know. If we reach different, different audiences, that would be a great idea. So probably, yes. Nothing is out of the question, Wayne, right? Never say no. And how about other projects for down the road? I see some interesting topics here, including Built by Slaves, the U.S. Capitol. Right. So um, some of the exhibits will be small and really to the point, but I'm going to do something on the Capitol. And I have interviewed a woman who had um, her father died in World War II before she was born. So she never, it's called I Never Knew My Dad. Um, 
and in the summer I'm going to do something on the Republic, if you can keep it, and a story about um, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. And then I'm going to mix it up with a little fun. I have an exhibit coming, um, hopefully maybe this fall, um, on the USS Alligator. The USS Alligator. Wow. Um, which, which was a ship that's celebrating a 200th anniversary. Uh, well, it doesn't exist anymore, but it was pa- patrolling. It was the U.S. Navy patrolling for slaves, slave ships, and pirates. And there are some great stories. So, um, yeah, it's going to be quite a mix. But uh, my aim is to get Americans to think more about their history and how what the, what they can do to be better citizens to make our world a better place. The ship was called the USS Alligator. Correct. I'm sure when they had parties, they did the Crocodile Rock. All right, I'm here all week. Uh, Kara, tell me more about some of the programs that are coming up at the Mill Museum, including one coming up this Saturday. So first, I'm actually going to start with a verse. We're doing kind of a virtual one, make a spool love note, so people can actually order kits and have them shipped to their house or pick them up from the Mill Museum. They just need to arrange with us. And it gives a little bit of history about Willimantic's Mills while doing a fun project. Uh, For Distaff Day, we hope to have, uh, we're actually going to probably have to report on that through our website and Facebook because of the pandemic numbers rising for COVID, we're still debating if this program is going to happen or not. But if we do have Distaff Day, that will be January 8th, 10 to 1. Uh, we will not be doing drinks and food, unfortunately, because of the pandemic. But I will keep everybody posted, check our Facebook and website, and we should have an answer by tomorrow afternoon. <clears throat> we also have a wonderful virtual program on January 15th. Sewing Revolution, Connecticut's role in the invention of the machine that changed the world. And that's going to be a virtual program by Jamie Eves at 7 p.m. And members are 12 and non-members are 15. And then we have a virtual kids project for Valentine's Day cards. Again, the, the same idea where if you pick it up, it's $5. If you buy it online, it's 8 It's something fun for Valentine's Day the next month. And then we have a historian trade fair. This is an interesting new event that we're doing. It is going to be spatially distanced. Uh, we have vendors coming in, and we also will have tickets at the door. We're going to do kind of like a little workshop, and you do need to pay for the ticket in order to come in. It's $10 uh, to be a vendor. It's about 15 And this is kind of like um, a reenactor fair in a way for historians, reenactors, interpreters, and that's from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on January 22nd. And going back to Bev with the new America Museum, which will begin with an exhibit next week on the 1918 Spanish flu, what are the COVID protocols for the Veterans Center when people go in there, either for veterans' issues or to see the exhibits at the America Museum? Well, um there's uh, the activities and the programs are in a huge room, um, so there's a lot of room for distancing. And um, uh, in Wyndham, the the uh, protocol is that people who are in public spaces should wear masks. So there are um, 
you know, a lot of the people wear masks. And uh, one of the programs that we're going to have on January 23rd, we're having a program on music of the World War I by music historian Rick Spencer, and it's a cabaret. So everybody sits at their own table, and so it will be distanced. And again, I hope that that will um, happen and not be, and not be postponed. Um, so, so that's what we're doing, yes. And some things, you know, again, things may be, po- if the COVID gets worse, some things might be uh, postponed. So you have to look for the, look at the Facebook so Facebook is the site for information for the new America Museum in Tyler Square? Right now, the Wyndham Arts Facebook page um, is, is the best place to get information, and very soon the America Museum will have a Facebook page. Well, Bev, I sincerely wish you the best of luck with this new project. I hope it goes for a long time, and a lot of people get a chance to enjoy it, and uh, we certainly have enjoyed having you on the air all these years, and we hope to have you on the air many times in the future as well. So congratulations on your new venture. Hope it works out very well for you. Thank you very much. And Kara Holmes joining us this morning, too, and we hope the Mill Museum continues to thrive as the Wyndham Textile and History Museum. Kira Holmes, the executive director of the Mill Museum, and Bev York telling us this morning about Wyndham Arts and the Wyndham Regional Chamber of Commerce Foundation announcing a new project, the American Museum, opening next week, mounting exhibits inside the new Eastern Connecticut Veterans Community Center in Willimantic. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.